You're listening to Art Happens Here, the podcast that explores the often curious and occasionally amazing art installations on, in, and around the campuses of Lansing Community College. I'm your host, Bruce Mackley. Today I have the distinct pleasure and honor of talking to someone who I've admired for quite a while and whose work graces our campuses uh, both far and wide. This is uh, Professor Brian Bishop. He's the program chair of our art design program here at LCC. Uh, welcome, sir. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, um, the pleasure's mine, and will be to our listeners, too, who many, I'm sure, are fans of your work as well. Um, for this, this part of, of our talk, I'd like to, uh, to delve into a little bit of the, the paintings that you've done and the prints that, that adorn the walls around here. Um, first of all, you know, what, what's your background? How long have you been here? Okay. Um, I started at LCC in 1986. Um, prior to that, I had been, uh, I came to Michigan to do, I went to grad school at MSU and I got my uh, MFA there. Originally from Wisconsin, uh, got my BFA from the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire, a wonderful school up close to Minneapolis. Um, and I just, uh, after grad school, I decided I was going to go to New York and be the next big thing. Uh-huh. Didn't last hardly a day, but anyway, I was there and <laughs> back. A haymaker, huh? Uh-huh. It was it was a brutal awakening. But uh-huh. uh, after that, and ran out of money, came home, and uh, got a job here at LCC, and one thing led to another, and here I am, still here. Fantastic. So, yeah, much, yeah. To, much to our benefit, you know, I'll tell you. Um, well, what relevance do you think art has in a place like LCC? I mean, specifically speaking of like a community college environment. I think that it's really important that people be exposed to art and just different kinds of it and, and being able to see visuals in a different way. This is a time when we should be really setting our students' minds on fire. And I think that maybe... Sometimes art is confusing. Sometimes it's frustrating. Sometimes it's it's enlightening. Uh, but in the end, if it just draws any kind of a reaction, and maybe someone takes the time to look at it a little more, mm-hmm. we've done our job. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really about moving people down that creative path. Yeah, yeah. People have creativity; they just don't know how to access it. Yeah, that's that's very important, especially creative thinking as it relates to non-quote artistic endeavors right. like science Absolutely. and medicine and food and you name it, you know. Yeah, we're, we're working on that over in the program. We will have a new a new course and possibly a whole new tangent to talk about in about a year. Interesting. It's all about creativity and design thinking. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I, there was a thing with, but with uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson on mm. um, creative thinking, and he mentioned how many of the the who are regarded the very top intelligent tier of graduates, and, and they are plenty smart, trust me, are good memorizers. And they're not specifically creative thinkers. And if you look pat down history at many of the, the icons of, of industry and of science, they were typically people who took their own path and were curious and inquisitive and creative. Um, yeah. And I won't bore you with a long list, but um, yeah, it is, it's very, very cool. Um, do you now the prints that you've done that I've seen in practically every building? 
Um, can you tell us a little bit about those? Okay. The, the process evolved over time. Originally, Dr. Knight approached me about just doing some prints because he wanted to cover the walls in arts and sciences when they did the rebuild. I think that was probably around 2015 or so. And it was just like, yep, yeah, I just want some stuff up on the walls. I need some color. Go make some stuff. Hmm. And I did. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, okay, we'll take them. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't really thinking. It wasn't really, he wasn't really looking for art so much as he was looking for just things on the wall. And again, it was that whole uh, ambient learning right? Uh, and the exposures to these things. And so it started that way. And then it just, snowballed into something more serious and you know i i can honestly say that there are some pieces out there that they were just they were just put up just they i had fun and here Mm -hmm. okay then there were some that were very purpose Mm -hmm. purpose minded and you know everywhere in between yeah um the prints are uh some of them are just a print and uh with just a digital print uh, some of them I've drawn or painted on mm-hmm. as well. The process usually starts is just working in Photoshop, uh, Adobe Photoshop software. I'm not trying to promote it, but it's mm-hmm. what I use. Uh, and I've, I've worked with techniques where I've, I've learned I get some really interesting results when I abuse Photoshop. Right. And, you know, you're not supposed to do that. Right. So there I go. Oh, sure. And that's when the interesting stuff starts happening. And so it's somewhat uncontrolled. I kind of know what certain things will do. Mm -hmm. So I I can't predict, but I I know I have an idea, and you just work with it. And it's just work, 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 and, you know, edit, copy, replace, move. Yeah. And it's fun. Spend some time with it and see where it goes. Let it take its own course. It takes its own course. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's... uh, you know, I'm the opposite. You know, I'm a control freak. You know, I'm always impressed by artists who they risk everything on a single brushstroke. I mean, I, I would never have the nerve for that. Uh, so um, I remember, and I cited this to you in an email a while ago. Um, I remember, I think it was one of the first pieces of yours that I saw resides in our uh, arts and sciences building. And I think it was in a conference room. And at the time, we were looking for... Um, uh, we were scouting locations to shoot a commercial and I walked in and saw this thing and, um, yeah, I, I just transfixed me. It was just beautiful. It was done in cool tones. And, uh, I thought I'm going to get a student on a stool in front of that and, uh, it'll just, it'll just come to life. And there's, there's a quality about your artwork that, um, all I can think of is tranquility. I just, I'm, I'm it just chills me out. I'm tranquil after I see it. You know, it's, it centers me, you know, if that makes sense. So, um, well, did your style evolve over the, uh, the recent LCC placemaking time period, the night era of the last 15 years or so? Yes. Yeah, it, it really did. Uh, part of it was that thanks to Dr. Knight and the opportunity I had here, I was able to work with materials and at scales I had never worked at before sure. I had worked large before you know I'd done things eight by 16 feet and I thought I was a big guy uh yeah. boy then we started getting into some of these really big outdoor things and a big thing in the in the Gannon uh 
in the comments and boy mm-hmm. that was that was fun but mm-hmm. the challenges there and working with the materiality and the uh just having to work with tim's tim's crew and brad and being able to hang these things and to get them all to work together it was it changed the way i thought about what i was doing yeah. a little bit i became uh probably too much now but really hyper focused on materials and how this was going to work interesting um which i never had before and so that was an interesting change was it hard to hand it off i mean when you weren't in control of the process from beginning to complete end no um because everything came back just the way i wanted it it really the the crews that worked on the stuff were amazing yeah well, there's a piece that you mentioned just now uh, that hangs in our, our, our commons area in Gannon where, where our food court is situated. It's all brand new and gorgeous and vast. But this thing is, um, it's a quad. I mean, it's a picture that's put together in four panels, and I believe it's printed on metal. Am I correct? It's uh, Actually, it's in eight panels. It's uh, eight, four by eight foot wow. uh, panels, and it's printed on dye bond. Dye bond. Which is uh, a simple... A description is two real thin sheets of aluminum sandwiching a piece of plastic. Right. That's then been painted. It's, uh, it was used for a while in outdoor advertising. I don't know if it's still what what the uses are, but it was perfect because we needed something large and we needed something lightweight. Right. And it was just the perfect material, uh, and it was a di- oh, that's a digital print yeah. on there. I I did paint a little on, but it's a digital print. So. Do you go to a specific place, and you don't have to mention any company names that are capable of printing right. on something four foot by eight foot? That one we had to we had to seek it out, and we found someone in Lansing that did really? a great job with it. Cool. Um, and you know, I've I've patronized several printing uh, companies in town, and they've all done great work for us. So yeah, yeah. Pretty pleased with that. Well, just for the listeners, if any are unfamiliar with this, um, you know, you 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 come into the building and go down the stairs and it kind of expands into what you might think of as a grand staircase that descends down into the, 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 the proper commons. And you're confronted by this artwork up on the wall. That's just it. The spaces are designed very, with very, um, very subtle, very, um, understated tones of white and gray. And this, this work is exploding in color on a metallic finish. And it's just, it is transfixing. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, we had a picture of you up there signing it. You look like a little little tiny guy <laughs> next to this uh, this mammoth piece of amazing art. Um, well, well, do you have a favorite piece when it comes to the printed stuff? I I do. I well, I like the series that I did. It was the last thing I've done uh, for the college, which was a series of digital prints that I did some painting on. They're in the TLC. Yeah. They're just upstairs and down that that hallway coming off the back entrance. Okay, that's my favorite set. I really, um, the problem with working the way I do is that trying to repeat that is really hard because you're you're playing with happy accidents, lightning in a bottle, man. And you you know mm-hmm. you got it. I got a, a number of them to work. I can't recreate it. Um, it's I can get it close and I can do things. So uh, I am going to work with that some more. But I won't ever get that exact thing again. And I really enjoyed those. I think that there's a, a depth in them. And it allowed me to draw, actually draw. 
instead of just letting the software do the work, I did a lot of drawing mm-hmm. in the in the work itself, and that added a little to the enjoyment of it. it was, okay. I felt like I had more of a hand. Well, I, I know where I'm going to go later today <laughs> to look. Uh, there was an article years ago that was written, I think it was Brian Eno wrote this article on this. Uh, it was a recording studio in Chicago. And at the time, when recording studios were a thing, this was the top level. I mean, it was like a hundred grand an hour if you can even get your head around it. Michael Jackson recorded there, you know, this type of thing. And apparently, according to the tale, um, it had every feature you could think of to do with sound. Um, If anything, one of the worst paths you could take was walking in there not knowing what you were going to do because the possibilities were endless. Um, I think that my personal feel, for me, knowing my limits, knowing my limitations, my boundaries is kind of a good point of context to start something. Um, is that the case with you and how you work your process? Uh, sometimes. Uh, it's actually many artists will start and self-limit themselves, mm-hmm. either whether it's through choosing a particular color scheme or to uh, say that I can only work in black and white or, you know, my materials will only be this. And that limitation is actually freeing. You would think mm-hmm. that well, I'm being limited, but uh-huh. no, it's freeing because you don't have to think about too much of anything else. Right. And so uh, sometimes you need to do that. I just had a show that was up a, a month ago uh, down in Old Town that was drawing, and most of it was done with pastel. I limited myself yeah. to soft pastels there because I wanted to, I needed a break. I'd been. Uh, working for Dr. Knight for like seven years on sure. this stuff. And then we had the pandemic. Um, and this is my way to work through the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. And I love drawing. I love going back and, and doing that. And that was a limitation that I found was really good. Yeah. I ended up throwing some paint on it because I couldn't do everything I wanted. But it was okay. You yeah, know? It was yeah. a, a little in thing. But, yes, sometimes limiting or limiting yourself uh you know, to working in a scale sometimes sure. I'll do, but yes. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I remember that show and uh, those were beautiful. I mean, you walk in and the, in the, the pastel colors and playing toward the strengths of your medium and rather than resisting it, right. you know, and, and understanding it. That's something I tell my students all the time is never fight the character of your yeah. media. Yeah. Cause they will, they will try to do a, you know, drawing of an engine block and they want to inside of an engine block and they want to do uh, ink wash and it's like mm, yeah. no. <laughs> right no. right let's reconsider here right yeah yeah, yeah. i um no I, it, having limitations is good and i think sometimes creatives um fall victim to self-imposed um expectations or self-imposed like time oh i gotta do this in two hours or i gotta it's okay to drag something out if, if it's if it's just for pure enjoyment. You know, some creatives, you know, their day jobs are doing creative work and earning it by the hour. So you, you carry that with you to the fine art of, end of things, and that can work against you, you yeah. know. Well, um, listen, it has been fantastic. Is there anything missing? Is there anything you want to add or share? Anything that people might not guess about your work or, or what you do? Uh, I, you know, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head right now. Okay. I'll work on that. Okay, I'll well, work on that. 
We're going to keep the seat warm for you. In fact, okay. I want to, uh, next I'd like to explore some of the outdoor installations you've done too. Okay. Sir, I really appreciate your time. Thank well, you thank for joining you. us today. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Thank you. Art Happens Here is a production of LCC Connect. If you want to check out what I've been talking about, visit lccconnect.arc. Thanks for lending us your imagination. <laughs>